Please sign the attached consent form and return it to me on or before Friday the 1st of June. If a child is going on a school tour or there's something different going on in school, they're sent home with a permission slip, a consent form. The event will begin at 6pm. Lately in Kilrasheeter National School, Sligo, the headmaster sent the children home with a permission slip. Your grandparent, grandparents will not have to wear their school uniforms or bring in their school bags. The occasion was bring your grandparents to school day. They will not need to bring in lunches or drinks. as Being held to mark the 50th anniversary of the building of the school. Please drop off your grandparents at the school before 6pm that evening. Brian Mahan, school principal. Nana Kathleen and Grandis Seamus. Nana Kathleen and Grandis Seamus. Yes, Amy gave us permission to come. <laughs> Did you? Yes. <laughs> Are you ready? And you brought your cushion. Nice to meet you. You're very welcome. Right, man. Yeah, will you show Granny and Granddad where to go? Okay, get them a good space. <laughs> this is my nanny, and her name is Patsy Scott. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And what's your nana like? She is hens and chickens, and she has a dog and ducks. And she's baby chins and chickens now. Does she? Yeah. And is she nice at all? Yeah, she is. What she gives she... us sweets. Sweets? <laughs> but sure, that's bad for you. That'll rot the teeth in your head. Ah, still. She just still gives us sweets. Wherever you want to sit down. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, as we gather together this evening to revive... The local Catholic bishop, John Fleming, was there with a prayer. We pray that the memories that are revived will be ones that will heal, strengthen and support uh, all of us. And the evening of reminiscences was presented by two local historians. I remember well the old school was out out in the front there. Eamon Kearney, who built the new building. And the old one was knocked down. And Michal Flatley, who was at the old school at the time. I was at school at Park Mulligan there. We were in the same class. And in and out of the building site as the new school was being built. I remember Mr Scanlon was here and in those days there was no such a thing as barriers or gates to keep us out or anything. And we made his life a hell. The poor man, he used to be in a bad way because we'd be in here at half past twelve and the only thing that happened was we were brought out and we got the ruler Heard and fashed, five, five aside, we went into the school. But that didn't make much difference. We did it again the next day. But uh, we had great crack, and it was, and it was, great, it was a great time, you know. We were waiting on this school so long. We were in a school out there, and it was in a bad way. There was rat holes at the bottom of the skirting. There was drips coming down out of the roof. No toilets, nothing, really. And there was a small little air there with a stone wall. And there's where we played football. And we're down to our ankles in Moodley. Sometimes you wouldn't be able to recognise the ball from a lump of mud. But anyway, we kicked it. There was no rules, no GAA rules applied. Whatever, you got the shoulder, you were tripped, you landed in the mud and that was it. I remember kicking a ball one day and I, yeah, I hit uh, one of our classmates and he turned out to be a great footballer after he's dead now, Lord rest him. He was John Kilgannon, you remember John. And the ball came up and it hit John here on the face. And John didn't realise he was all mud. He was like a monkey. He came into the school and the teacher said to John, John, she said, were you chewing the mud? <laughs> he didn't realise he was covered. But that was the kind of crack that time. The children were attentive enough through all of this, but were even more keen. Those on the chairs stopped swinging their legs when Eamon reached down beside his chair and produced a couple of pliable sticks. 
I put them through this morning to demonstrate them here this evening. That would be the cane or the rod. Now, we call them Sally rods. Now, the right name is Willows. I, and just, you... I just want to say about this one. I remember talking about Michal Kieran's and myself and about three or four more fellas. One day, the window was left open. The, the, there were big, long sash windows, and we had no teacher, so there was somebody supervising us from the other room. But we jumped out the window and we decided it was a lovely day and we played football for the rest, most of the day. <coughs> but when our teacher came in the following morning, I remember getting six of them as hard as she could whip them down like that on each hand. And each one of us that jumped out the window, that was our start of playing football. They like the number six uh, somehow. Number six seemed to be a, oh, a favourite yeah, with them. Well, you <laughs> hear that wish coming Something from overhead. about it, I think. That wish, and it, you, had to, you had to get your hands straight away under your elbows to... Ch- Did you get the wish? Was it... Now, while the adults are all laughing at the men making swishing sounds with the sally rods, the children are worth looking at. They're stunned, sitting still as statues in their chairs with their mouths wide open. And when that comes on your hand and you have your hands out like that, I tell you something, yeah, you cry. And, and, and any fellow that didn't cry, then you've got the next one or two to make sure you cry. If this scene was on TV, there'd be letters in complaining about children being traumatised. And you remember, Eamon, it was great to one a frosty morning mm. because you could come in and your hands pure cold. And when you would have six of those got, they'd be buzzing with heat. Be, it was red. Eco-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eco-friendly. It was the way ahead of their time. You see. While the adults are telling war stories about being caned in school, the children's attention is fully engaged, which, of course, was the original idea. And even the teacher wasn't hitting you with it, you see, when she did do that. Yeah. That put the fear of God. It was like the cry of the banshee when you heard that. Yeah. That put the heart crossed. And then the headmaster, Brian, has a suggestion that makes the children laugh nervously. Yeah, what, are those for, for Judge? what about some sally rods for Miss Judge's class? What do you think? We have one for each of you. One for everyone. They Well, have you any bold boys in this school that would? Oh, no. No, they're not here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the boys used to love to hide the stick, and there was usually holes in the floor from mice around about the edges, and maybe a knot hole in the middle. And the idea was to drop the stick down in the hole so that she wouldn't get it. So then... She'd send the, the quietest fellow in the school out to get more rods for her the next day, and he might be the very first one to get the crack himself. <laughs> the permission slip for the grandparents said that they didn't need to bring in their school bags, but Eamon Carney did, and in it he had a diary. Just, will I show you a very interesting thing in this diary? 1955. Well, Daddy died 5th April 1955. Uh, he died at 7 o'clock after coming home from work. Tom and Gary had the funeral, and uh, then that was that day. And that was the first day I ever wrote a diary. That's his writing up to the day before it. Good man. So from that on, it was up to me to continue the diary. In his school bag, Eamon also had a copy book with a school essay, which the man beside him, Rory, read out. There are some very old-fashioned people in our parish 
one old man. It was about rural electrification, and he'd written it when he was 12. Who lives up near the mountain said that the light in a bottle will make people blind. <laughs> Another old fellow said that an oil lamp was good enough for his father, and it would be good enough for him too. When they saw their neighbours' houses wired, they got their houses wired as well. The old man that said the lights in the bottle would make people blind has ordered a new Moffat cooker. (laughs) When the light was switched on in the neighbouring parish, one family left the light on for two days. They were afraid to touch the switches and they never tired blowing at the bulb. (laughs) I will be delighted when the electrification comes because I will get a rest from drawing in turf and sticks. Mammy said that she will make nice things for tea. Electricity is a great blessing. County Stigo, the 3rd of November. It's a place called Pullamago. Now, it's Pullamago, it's a great fishing area. Michal Flatley had more history and myth. The story of Neve seducing Oshin, for example, from this area. Just before you reach it, there's a stone and there's a track of a hoof, a horse's hoof in the stone. But according to the legend, this lady's horse was supposed to put her hoof into the stone when she was uh, trying to tempt Oisin to go to Tiernanau. The area is actually full of heritage, which is good for the students. This is uh, an installation that our heritage specialist did about their trip to the the local Holy Well. Brian, the headmaster, shows off projects from school tours to local sites. These are called clutes, okay? So when you went down to the well and you wanted to, you you asked God for something, you tied on a little ribbon, you you said a prayer. Okay. So for kind of tiny little bits of cloth? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, okay. And this, this represents the, the... But the fact that this part of Sligo is rich in heritage and popular with tourists is bad for the school also. The school needs young families in the area, but strict planning laws make it hard for them to build nearby. It's, it's virtually impossible for them to get planning permission. So whether the school lasts another 50 years or not is a moot point. You know, and if their parents give them sites? That has happened. We have a number of families who, who are, are our main source of pupils. OK, so you encourage people to go out and have kids? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, yeah. At the end of the evening, the adults are in the other classroom with tea and cakes. And my mummy made the sandwich. And the children are in the resource room with sweets. I got a drink as well. And the children are talking about what for them was the main event. And you were getting hit by the sticks. Yeah, that's I thought that was pretty crazy, yeah. yeah what did you I think thought that was funny. You thought it was funny? <laughs> when they were getting hit by people with sticks? <laughs> I thought when the boy got hit with the stick was funny as well. Did you? Me too. I did. Me too. Me too. And what did he say then if you, if you didn't cry? I got another whack. You'll cry the next one. You'll cry the next one? And did you think the teachers were cruel in those days? Yeah. yeah, very cruel. And did you think the boys were bold? Yeah. yeah. What did they do that was bold? Jumping out the window yeah. playing football when they shot nothing. Kilrasheeter National School in West Sligo, a small two-teacher school celebrating the 50th anniversary of their new building with their Bring Your Grandparents to School Day. You'll find a couple of photographs from the evening on our website. Just go to rte.ie slash dockon1 and click on the tab marked Curious Ear.